Welcome to the first episode of Scalers and Success. I'm going to start by saying that I have two small children and my seven month old is with me because if you have small children, you know you're never really alone. So if you hear her in the background, I'm sorry. She's pretty quiet as an individual, but this is real life. So just if you hear her, I'm sorry. She's going to be hanging out with me as I chat with you guys. So I started this podcast because I am currently in ortho RDH and I freaking love it, but I previously was an ortho uh, dental hygiene teacher and I've been practicing dental hygiene for a decade now and I've noticed in my career and with teaching and even as a former student, there are two big things that always pop up. The first one is dental hygiene school is freaking stressful and everyone just looks back on it and was like, holy bananas, that was hell. And two, I found both teaching and as a student, there's a lot of focus on being successful in clinical skills and knowing all the theory information and what that means for your patients or clients. I'm probably going to say patients in this podcast just because what that's what I say now. I work. Um, there's a lot of focus on how to take care of your patients and what how to properly be a hygienist, but there's not a lot of focus on how to take care of yourself and what that means for success and how that impacts your everyday, which snowballs into your entire life. And when I was a student, I did basically the opposite of take care of myself. And it really showed with how hygiene school went for me and just how my life was at that time. And then flash forward now, 10 years later, I've basically devoted the past decade to self-development And I see firsthand how big of an impact that has had positively in my life. And relating that to dental hygiene school and relating that to the profession, I feel like I've learned so much with how to improve things from the inside out that I want to share that with you. And my experience teaching, my experience working in different specialties, working at different offices, um, you know, finding more out about myself throughout that. I just feel like there isn't a place for that. So I want to create that for you so that if you are in school, you don't make the same mistakes that I made. And if you graduated that you can kind of fast track your success and it won't take you, you know, a decade to get there. So the first episode, I'm going to talk about my story and kind of how I went from a struggling, lost little student to where I am now, if my daughter lets me. Um, So I started dental hygiene back in 2012. So I was, I think I was 20, but if I'm going, if I'm going back further, I'm going to go back to high school when I honestly didn't know if I wanted to be a hygienist at the time. At the time in high school, I was really into, well, I was interested in nutrition, but I wasn't 
I wasn't into nutrition as I wasn't practicing it myself. But I like the idea of nutrition, which is funny because now it's such a big pillar um, to me in being successful. And it's something that I'm going to focus on quite a bit, even though I'm not a nutritionist, just with my own experience and with everything I've learned over the past decade. But so I thought I wanted to be in nutrition. And long story short, the school that you study nutrition is about an hour and a half away from me. And it just, it wasn't, I wasn't able, I mean, financially, and I didn't have permission to go away to school. So long story short, no nutrition for me. And that's okay because things that seem like a bad thing at the time, things that you might be thinking, why is this happening to me? This blows. It's actually it's actually a good thing and it's something that's pushing you in the right direction. So at the time I was really upset about it and it was something that I felt kind of lost after I wasn't going to pursue, but, um, it ended up being what was meant to be. And that's why I'm here today. So no nutrition. So then I thought, okay, I like the healthcare aspect. I'm really excited about babies. I've I've always been really interested in pregnancy. I like, all that stuff. So I thought, okay, maybe my calling is to be a laborer and delivery nurse. So I looked into it some more and then I realized I don't actually want to do that. Um, because the shift work part of it, which is like, uh, you can't really get out of that with labor and delivery, um, wasn't conducive to my ultimate goal in life. And I'm going to talk about in later episodes, finding out what what do you really want out of your life? And if I sit down and I think, okay, what is one thing like from 16 year old me to now, it's been consistent that the one thing I want in my life is a strong work-life balance and to give my kids a great future. So with that, I thought, okay, labor and delivery nurse, working shift work, working Christmas, that's not conducive to, I mean, if you are, that's great. And I'm sure you make it work with your family. But I thought for me, it's not going to be my future because that's not, it's not aligning. So, okay. I just wanted to be a mom. That's where all the parallels between labor and delivery and, uh, yeah, I just wanted to be a mom. So, then I thought, okay, healthcare, strong work-life balance, you know, helping others. Dental hygiene is kind of the perfect combination of those things. So that's when I decided to jump into dental hygiene. Sorry, I had to take a quick break there for my little one. So that's when I decided um, to go into dental hygiene because it was a great combination of healthcare. It was everything wrapped up in a little bow of what I wanted to do. So I thought because I did okay in high school, I liked learning. That's a big thing about me. I like to learn. And I thought that I would be successful in dental hygiene school. I thought, okay, this is great. Like I'm, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to do well. You know, I have good grades. I thought at the time, because it was at college, I mean, in Ontario, it's at college, but that means no difference now because even though it's a college program, it's super hard. Um, but I thought like a lot of society thought that because it's college, it'll be easier. I was very wrong. And then I got into the program and I specifically remember, you know, when they say there's, you have those core moments in your life that you look back on, 
this was a core moment. So I remember sitting in oral anatomy, I think it was, and I'm looking around and the teacher is saying, you know, talking about a 2-4 and talking about a, a DO and talking about the apex and everything else. And I'm, I'm looking around and the students in my class who, I mean, I found out later they were in assisting, but that it doesn't matter. They are all nodding with the teacher. They know, they kind of know what she's talking about. And I'm sitting there white as a ghost. I have no freaking idea what she's talking about. And that's when it kind of hit me. Oh my God, I might not be smart enough for this program. I think I might be struggling. So that was a huge wake up call for me. And that's when I really started to get defeated and feel like maybe I'm not cut out for this. And at the time of this first semester, I was doing a lot of things that weren't conducive to success. I was eating terribly. I was eating in bizarre, unhealthy, what you could label as disordered patterns. I was not sleeping. I mean, if you're a student, you get it. You're like, sleep is hard. I was not drinking water. I wasn't moving my body. And when I was, it was like an extreme um, ways because I wanted to be thin. It was just a lot of things that stress management was out the window. I had none of it. It was a lot of things that weren't helpful to the situation and to feel like I was struggling in school. I felt like I was struggling in life. So as the semester progressed, I don't know if your school has it or had it or what it looks like for you, but you learn the first semester, you learn how to instrumentation. And then by the exam, you have to show the, your instructors that different instrumentation with different instruments and they give you a pass or fail. And I was so unwell physically, mentally, emotionally, socially. I just was such a mess that I failed. And I didn't, at the time, I didn't realize that it was small habits every day that I wasn't practicing and that I was practicing bad habits that led to this failure. I just thought, well, I suck. I'm not cut out for dental hygiene. I'm not smart enough. I have to do something else and life sucks. So I kind of just panicked and they give you two chances. So if you fail the first time, you get a second try. And then if you fail the second time, then you're um, removed from the program. So it's 11th hour down. And somehow I passed the second time. So I got out by the, what do they call it? Say skinny your teeth. I passed and I was able to keep going with the program. So that's the first semester. And then as school progressed, I still, if not maintained this poor habitual lifestyle that I was doing, just negative thoughts. I wasn't doing anything helpful. I was just stressed all the time. I was eating terribly. You fill in the blanks. Um, partying lots, like just everything that you, not saying nice things to myself, um, financially, I mean, school's super tough, but I was 
financially, I was really struggling. Just a lot of things that kind of snowballed into just a disaster. So throughout the rest of the program, I had little self-confidence. I would look to my friends for help. Things that I I know, looking back, I am super capable of. I just felt like I wasn't almost. And I didn't realize that now, 10 years later, of really diving into self-development, there's so many things you can do, so many small things. You know the saying, shavings make a pile. There are so many small things you can do that in your day that make a huge, huge difference to if you're successful or not in, in anything, in like being successful in your career, in your personal life, and being healthy. There's just so many small things you can do that at the time you're like, oh, this won't make a big difference, but that make a huge difference. So if I would have known that then, I would have done them and I would have had a different mindset around the way I, I viewed myself and the way I viewed my future. And that's why I'm so passionate about making this for you because I want you to be able to have these tools so that you don't make the same mistakes and you're not in that dark place during a very stressful time of your life. So struggled my way through school, lack of self-confidence. I just looked to my peers almost just to help me, which is so sad to think back of because I'm such a capable person. And now just knowing of everything I've accomplished, just sad that I didn't believe in myself enough to do that. But by the time it got to exams and by the time I got to the board exam I thought okay enough's enough like first of all my big motivating factor with the board exam was that it was I don't know how much it is now I think it was like $800 and I did not have $800 and I was like if I find $800 to take this board exam there's no way I'm going to be able to find another $800 to do it again so it's it's not even an option at this point I, I have to pass or there's 40 grand and three years of school just down the tube. So I was committed for the first time ever and told myself that I was going to be successful. So this is when I really kick-started my um, self-development journey. I made a plan. I used techniques to budget my time to plan for success. You know that saying, if you don't plan for success, you, no, that's not it. I plan for success. I was committed. I believed in myself for the first time and I was doing things that were going to help me instead of hurt me. So I think I took about three months before the board exam and I just really went for it. And by the time it came, I took it and I passed because I knew I would. And this started a snowball effect in me that I thought, okay, if I can do this and I can show myself that I can be successful, I'm going to not stop here and I'm going to be successful in my career. And that means I'm going to have whatever job I want. And I was so excited about self-development and showing my struggling student self, just how much easier life can be if you believe in yourself, I thought, okay, I want to teach other people that they can do this too. So this is when I thought, okay, I'm going to go and I'm going to pursue teaching dental hygiene because I want to make those students who feel like they can't 
do it, who are struggling, who are lacking the confidence, who are just like, just freaking stressed. I want to, I want to help. So for step one, I looked into everything you need to do to teach dental hygiene. So I went, I started to get my bachelor's of education. I did it online. I kept working. I dedicated myself to getting good jobs that would give me high skills that I could then teach to students. I networked with current teachers at my school and I just, I did all the things that I'm going to teach you how to do to get where you want to go. So flash forward, I think five years from the time I graduated, I'm now teaching part-time. I'm still working um, part-time as in a clinic and I'm still teaching in the evenings. So I've done it. And then I realized, sorry, then I realized once I start teaching, it's not what I thought it would be. And it's, I'm back to that high stress, you know, confidence lacking, very, almost like the environment that I was supposed to be uplifting and helping students. I was almost being told not to, not to be so, not that, I mean, like dental hygiene school is amazing, but not to be so connecting with the students. Um, and like, don't be afraid to be hard on them. And for me, that was tough because I mean, five years prior, I was, I get it. Like, I know how hard it is. The last thing you need is someone that you're supposed to be looking to for advice to be, you know, being harder on you than you're already beating yourself up. So then I kind of had this realization that maybe teaching in this kind of a setting isn't what I need to be doing because it's not, it's not aligning with what I wanted to do. And so I kept working and as I was working, I tried different specialties. So I worked in an office that was very focused on perio and I found out I really don't like that. Um, not the office, the office was great, but perio itself, I just, I don't have a lot of excitement for it, but I did find that throughout my career, I really have an interest in ortho. And I think a big reason why is because you get to see things improve because in a clinic setting, I mean, motivation is hard for patients. We all know that, um, to improve their oral health status, but in ortho, it's so quick to see the before and after that it's it's super motivating to watch things progress in a positive way. And honestly, it's fun to kind of see how things progress and see how someone's smile can change and how their self-confidence can change um, just by straightening their teeth. It like can change their whole life. So I started to get into ortho as I started working. And that to me was like a light bulb moment. I thought, okay, this is this is what I want to be doing because this is so much fun to watch these people get so excited about the end result. And it's fun being in that process and people are excited and motivated and that's aligning with myself. So I start working in ortho full-time and I love it, but I still have this nagging teaching thing in the back of my head. And I discovered that it's not, it's not what I want to do is not in a clinical setting. So throughout the last 10 years, as I'm, you know, taking courses on self-development, reading books, um, studying myself, 
getting to know how nutrition plays a huge role in your life, getting to realize how daily habits make such an impact in success, how movement is huge, how your mindset is huge. I realized that I want to take all this knowledge, take all this experience I have and put this into something that if you are either a student or if you are in dental hygiene, take it, create a system for you to be able to be successful so you don't make all these mistakes and that you have something to push you forward in this somewhat stressful time of your life instead of pull you backwards. I want you to look back on your dental hygiene school career and think of how you were at your peak as far as your mindset and your health and your emotional state and your just your overall confidence in yourself instead of wow, that really sucked. I don't know how I got through that. So that's why I'm here. And I'm going to be offering a little bits of both science-based information that I've studied over the last decade, as well as experience to guide you through that area of your life during dental hygiene school that you might not get at school. Um, There's a lot of focus on how to be successful, you know, in your class, like what grades you need and what information you should know for your patients and for the board exam and for your governing body and how to take impressions and all that. But not a lot on why being successful is important and how little things you can do each day make a huge difference in your whole life. So... That's why I'm here, and I'm excited to be offering all the knowledge I have to you, and I'm excited to get to know you guys more so that you realize that... Sorry. So that you realize that you can do it, and this is going to be the start of an extremely successful career, whether you want to, you know, be in a clinic, or if you want to own your own practice, or you want to teach yourself, or if you want to be in sales, or if you want to go on and be a dentist, I want to give you everything you need so that you can take those steps and you know that what once you know what you want to do, you'll be able to do it. So thank you so much. I'm excited to get to know you guys, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.